Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the rope, really the end of the week, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about our education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to thank all of our sponsors at Patreon. That's right, we have a ton of Patreon patrons, and I love every single one of them. All it does is charge you either five or ten dollars a month, and you get access to all kinds of extra episodes, bonus content, lost episodes, things you can't hear on the main feed. You also get access to an amazing Facebook group where you can chat with other like-minded members as well as the hosts. And we have all these parties. It's just great. You need to join up. And I'd like to begin... I can't even talk. I'd like to send a big thank you to all of our current Patreon patrons. Here we are. Rebecca L., Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kelsey, Nicole B., Shannon E., Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James Nally J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jin Jeannie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swift Lev Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Science Teach 17, Michael M, William P, Aldridge T, The Scarpianita, Britt M, Iron Swine, Noel R, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Amber A, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, so Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Red Violin, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Space Panties, Irma A, Nimi, and Sarah N. I'm thankful for all those people so much. Also, I'd like to thank our sponsors at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building and school is about to start, my goodness, you need to put something on those walls. But guess what? There is jack shit for theater teachers at the teacher education store. So if you want some kind of cool poster for your walls, you need to go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. They specialize in educational theater classroom posters that go over a variety of concepts that are explicit and necessary in the theater classroom for for you and your children. So whether you are a theater teacher or an English teacher who's doing an after-school play or a history teacher who's just kind of interested in all this, go to ludlamdramatics.com and stock up and hook yourself up. You need it. You deserve it. We love you. All right, my friends. Well, school is about to be started. We are deep in the PD professional development right now. In fact, school starts tomorrow, the day this comes out for my own children. And I start on Thursday. And so it's all over the place. I am kind of going a million ways at once. I've been hanging out with Space Panties. I was in California last week. I'm here now getting everything ready. Uh, it's just madness. But I love every single one of you, and we put together a nice short episode. I think you're going to like it, and things are coming together for an exciting third year of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. So stay tuned. Anyway, enjoy episode 148. Woohoo! All right, my friends. Welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I'm being joined by Mama Chicken. Hey guys. Also today is Miss Lady Shathead. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, everyone. And last but certainly not least, our slightly under the weather, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, guys. Well, I'm glad you're here. We are, well, we're starting school at this point. Some of you have started. Some of you, the PD starts this week or started today. And some of you are already back in it, and I can't imagine being back in it. And I don't know. I'm starting this week, but I was saying right before we recorded that 
I work for a lot of private schools and Montessori schools and stuff like that, and they don't really just run and hit the ground running. They ease the kids and everything into it. Even with the middle schoolers, they don't do specials classes the first week. They want to make sure everyone has you know the basics of how to navigate the school, how to work in the classroom done before they add in other stuff. And I'm really grateful for that because as a teacher, I have a hard time just, okay, go, 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 go. Like I can't go from zero to 90. And I mean, I've had to, and I can fake it with some coffee, but to start the year for my mind to be healthy, I really need to ease into it and take some time getting into it. And like, it's like getting into a pool or the ocean. Like I'll, I'll get up to my knees and then I'll kind of hesitate about crotch level because I don't want like my nips to start freezing and then I'll go up. Then when it does get to my nipples, I have to slow down again. And that's like the school year. I can't just dive in and just completely submerge. I, I like to ease my way into it. And the first week or two, especially with PD, yeah, that's me. But I'm curious about you guys. How's it going? Mama Chicken, what's going on with you? Oh, I'm trying to get the last juicy bits of summer in. Um, a short hike to the top of a mountain with a, a picnic with my daughter was fun. And today I met with the other language arts teachers on my grade level, and we kind of hammered out the first three weeks of the school year. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of easing in. But once the kids are there, unlike specials teachers, <laughs> it's all go all the time. Well, I'm glad you're able to still get out and do some hiking and enjoy the nice weather while it's there. Well, hot weather, but nice weather still. Oh, yeah, it's been great. And Lady Shathia, what about you? I know you've, I think I saw through social media, you're <laughs> starting all of your back to school stuff. You've moved into a new house. Mm -hmm. You and the captain, your husband are doing everything. So how is this gentle easing of school working for you? <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a gentle easing in of anything. It's been very much uh, go, 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 go all summer. Uh, but we are starting our second week of in-service. And, um, you know, we're at a school together for the first time. So like today, uh, just like Mama Chicken, we hammered out the first three weeks of what we're going to do and how we're going to share classes and switch rooms. Um, and then... You know, we're also still trying to enjoy our last bit of break before the kids actually come back and after school programs start getting to go. So we, we spent some past couple of weekends. We've gone down to Austin and we've, you know, hung out with some friends that we haven't seen in a long time and just kind of tried to to enjoy our time and not do any work on the weekends. And we're still really trying to set boundaries early like we're not gonna check emails on the weekends we're not going to check emails um after work hours we're gonna leave work at home the work laptop stay at work and you know hydrate 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 <laughs> that is awesome now i'm curious now i know you set these guidelines have you guys set up any kind of punishments like oh if you end up bringing the work laptop home you have to blah 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 <laughs> You have to take me out to dinner on Saturday or we have to go for a run or something like that. Oh, no, not yet. <laughs> but maybe that should be on our agenda. You need to have some kind of consequence for breaking it. But <laughs> since there's two of you to hold each other accountable, that's great, lady. I'm glad you're doing that. Yeah. Bunny? Oh, bunny, 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 bunny. So what's going on with you? Oh. So um, I... 
was sitting in in service this morning and feeling crappier and crappier. And finally, I went down to the nurse's office and asked her to take my temperature. And I was, in fact, running a fever. And so I went to my primary care this afternoon and tested positive for COVID. So uh, I would once again like to offer a hearty uh, step on a Lego to everyone who refused to get vaccinated. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. I really yeah, I've even been taking like emergency every morning to try to get a little bit of boost as I'm going into these in-services. No, I've been hyper vigilant lately and trying and worried about it. But right now I feel like with school starting up and in about three days, everyone in this state, there's going to be thousands upon thousands upon thousands of high schoolers and teenagers hugging and seeing each other and breathing on each other and sneezing. And no one I don't imagine is going to be doing mask mandates unless they're kids who individually choose to do a mask. Because the schools refuse, and God, we're Republicans, so we can't wear masks in schools because that we can't impose that on someone else's body to make them cover themselves with a mask because that's too much. And yeah, it's just I, I think things are going to explode, but I'm kind of hoping that if everyone gets sick and that they have to do a school shutdown because it gets bad, it's only for like a week or two, and then we can, you know, move on. Everyone gets infected, so. and then. Get I mean, the struggle it. is real. It's, it's bad here, too. Yeah, and I don't think that they're doing any uh, mandated reporting anymore, either. No, they're not. I'm, I'm at least glad um, students report back a week from today, so um, that would be Monday the 15th. And I'm at least glad it's happening today and not next week, because um, being out the first week of school sounds like a walking nightmare, waking nightmare. I should be able to go up to the school this weekend and work on my classroom, um, and I'll have to wear a mask um, through Wednesday, at least, my doctor said. But she said between me being vaccinated and this strain being relatively more mild, it shouldn't, it shouldn't last too long for me. Well, that's good. I, I wish you a speedy recovery and I hope that Mr. Bunny, what, oh my goodness, what do we call him? Mr. O'Hare isn't having any issues. And is he doing okay? Uh, he's okay right now. Um, Fufu seems a little bit gunky and not quite her usual perky self. So I'll probably just keep her home with me tomorrow. Well, that'll be nice. You guys can have some sweet snuggle time. A little last, a little last taste of summer, even if it's under bad are not favorable circumstances, but yeah. I wish you a speedy recovery. Thanks. I want to talk about first day of school because we've talked about professional development and we've talked about all kinds of things. And I have to say, and this is just me, I don't plan, I think I plan more for the second day of school or the second week of school than I do the actual first day because... I don't really enter, usually for me, it's a lot of just the bare bag. Here's my classroom rules. Here are my expectations. Now let's play some goofy games just to get you guys used to being here. What do you guys do on your first days? Do you have a very strong planned out, like we're going through the rubric, we're going to do a quiz and see what you guys know? Do you just dive in? Do you do like silly icebreakers? Ladies, tell me about your first day of school with students. Do you have to plan a lot for it? Mama, you're un you're unmuted first, so you're up. <laughs> I am unmuted. I first wanted to say, "Bunny, I'm so sorry you got COVID." Anyway, um, I just wanted to say that. Um, first day of school, 
well, being that I taught sixth grade forever, um, we spent the first day with our homerooms getting them used to being in middle school. So, like, here's how you work your locker. Here's how you work your lock. Here's your schedule. Here's how you go from class to class. Here are the, you know, and it, it, was, it was a day with a few goofy games um, yeah. and very overwhelming for those four children. But this year is going to be different. So the kids are coming to my room, and they're in seventh grade, and they're a little bit older and wiser. So I think I'm going to start with some classroom expectations and a fun um, critical thinking game where they have to figure out who is most responsible for the queen's death. They read, like, this little fairy tale and then decide who's most responsible. And um, it, it's, it's fun. Well, that's good. I, you, well, you need something like that. I, I think if you try to go hard and heavy the first day – Especially with some kids you don't know, sometimes it can be tricky getting them to buy in and to participate. But I'm curious about my other my other special teachers on here, uh, lady. What about you? Yeah, so um, I'm kind of like you, where I don't really get into a whole lot of important things until like week two, because at the high school level, there's just a lot of schedule changes and leveling that happens that first week, and so. I don't like repeating myself a whole lot when it's unnecessary. And as far as, you know, a specials class, I think it's really important to have them look up on their feet moving day one so that they know from day one, this is not a class that you're just going to sit and get to do what you want to do. Um, and I also have the belief that, you know, if, you know, their other classes all day are going through expectations and syllabus rules and expectations you know, they're going to be tired of sitting all day. They need that mental break to be up and moving and starting to build those relationships before they buy into your, your rules and expectations. And so I just play a whole bunch of games and icebreakers and energizers um, and name games that first week. And um, there's this game I really like that's called Magic Shoes. And it I just give them the rules and I sit back and I observe and I find out in one day who my leaders are, who my followers are, who the reliable kids are going to be, who the energetic off the wall kids who are it's going to be really hard for them to listen and follow rules are going to be. And that's just really me getting to know the kids week one before they're even going to buy into my expectations. Lady, I'm with you. I'm a big fan of playing games that first day just because name games are important because so many kids, especially being a specials teacher, a lot of times, I'm especially from working with elementary, I teach every single kid in the school. And for me to memorize those names is next to impossible. So any kind of name game, personality trait, anything I can know, learn so I can identify these students a little bit more and give them some personal attention goes a huge long way. And it's just fun. I like seeing the leaders like you do. I also like being able to see who might be a little bit of trouble, who's going to be the handful so I can kind of figure out as we go. Yes. And the other thing about the names is the games that I play with names, I make them say their names over and over again because how you pronounce their names is important and getting it right as soon as you can is so important to building those relationships. It is. We've talked before about things you can do to make students feel more wonderful in your class or make them feel better. And one thing is to directly address every student at least one point throughout the class day. Like, even if you're not doing anything like, hey, it's good to see you today, or oh, how's that juice, or I like that sticker, or something to give that you acknowledge their existence 
goes a yeah. long way. And if you could say their name at the same time, that goes a great yes. long way to, you know, making people, pe- pe- making people feel seen and heard. Like, you know, people love that. hearing their own name. Exactly. Even if it's like saying Mr. or Mrs. in their last name, at least they know you know who they are. And that's yeah, very I, important. I like to stand at the door and greet my kids every yeah. day. And then I get to talk to them like that. Because there are kids who feel crappy and just kind of want to hide in the back and not be seen or they're going through their own personal thing or for whatever reason they're embarrassed about themselves or their existence because they're teens and they don't feel worthy for whatever who knows reason. And so just, you know, identifying, saying, hey, I see you. I like you. Your presence is noticed. And if you're here, it would be noticed. That's important. Bunny, what about you? Tell us about how you do your first day stuff. Well, uh, we have been informed this year that it's a district-wide expectation that we teach um, procedures and rules the first, at least 50% of the time for the first, like, four weeks. So that's fun. Um, I'm going to have to figure out how to do that in a way that um, doesn't bore them out of their minds. Also, like, it is also the district expectation that we stand at the door and greet every student. So, um, for me, one thing that helps me learn their names, and I always feel like such a stick in the mud doing this, but honestly, a seating chart, like, having the same kid in the same seat every day, I, I know that I am probably like the Wicked Witch of the West for making them sit in a seating chart, but that's that's what helps me. Um, but we will definitely be doing some get to know you. I, I go down the list and do like a would you rather. I've got a list of silly would you rather type questions. Class appropriate um, <laughs> would you rather questions. Not the kind we do on this show, for goodness sake. Fair, fair enough, um, fair enough. And so we'll go down the list and we'll do that or we'll do some four corners or something. Um, as a way to start getting to know each other and practice procedures. One of the things I started doing to help with art for older kids was I'd get some of the small little one-inch post-it notes and I'd have the kids write their name on it, legibly. And then I would use that to make a seating chart in my book where I'd just stick the post-it notes on there. And then I could also put notes on the post-it. Like if I had matching dots on it, I think I used a red marker. If there was a red marker, it could not be next to another student who had a red marker. And so I could kind of know where not to put things. And it became a, a logic puzzle as the year went through of who can sit where and who can work with each other. But I, I like your district's thing about, hey, we need to make sure kids know procedures. I know that's, did you say three weeks, six weeks, Bunny? How long did you say that was that you guys have to do that for? The first four weeks. That's not unheard of. I mean, I feel with younger kids, I mean, you're doing middle school, so I don't know how, if that's necessary, but maybe that's a sign that your school's going to actually enforce discipline and going to try to keep people sticking to things. So that's good. I mean, I'll take it. (laughs) Anything's a win right now. I'm curious, out of you guys, what's something you have done, if anything, and not doing anything's an appropriate answer, to be proactive for the school year? I mean, I don't think people have to be proactive. I don't expect you to dedicate your life to it. Um, My personal proactive thing that I'm doing this year is I'm creating a very sustainable meal plan and exercise plan that I can stick to where I can have affordable meals or whatever I need to make sure I'm getting my fuel and my food throughout the day. 
And I'm making sure I have a dedicated time that's either going to be my therapy time or it's going to be my yoga time or my exercise time. It's going to be me time. It's going to be my my self-care time. And I'm making sure that I have that locked down and ready for the school year. In fact, I think I've put more effort into figuring out how am I going to eat? What kind of lesson plans am I going to, or how am I going to eat? And how am I going to take care of myself as opposed to lesson plans and class thing? Because right now I know that if I am not functional, my classroom is not going to be functional. So I, I'm trying to put the cart, not the cart for the horse. I'm trying to make sure like the horses pulling my cart are really nice and strong or else there won't be much of a cart to go through. But what are you guys doing? Are you doing anything to help be proactive for this year? Anyone, anyone? I'm, going to definitely continue my running and hopefully train for a half marathon sometime next year, even though I'm overweight and out of shape, but that's the plan. So I I really want to get more structured. Last year, my running went just kind of wonky and I want to get back into it. I didn't give myself dedicated self-care time last year, and I felt like I really suffered for that. And so I'm doing that this time. I want to make sure health is a priority. Bunny, what about you? Bold of you to assume I've thought that far in advance. Um, (laughs) uh, Honestly, I'm still trying to kind of figure out what my schedule is going to look like as far as getting my room ready and getting stuff done just for that first week when I can't go up to the school. So that's fun. Uh, I, one thing I'm hoping to get back into this year and I've was planning to go on Wednesday, but now I can't, I sing in the choir at my church and singing releases endorphins and endorphins make people happy. So on a hiatus last year because of having foo-foo and then COVID kicked back up again. And then the spring semester kicked my ass Um, but I was, um, looking forward to going back and to church choir and just kind of having that creative outlet of just being able to sing and do something that's not, do something that's something that I want to do instead of an obligation. Good. And I think with you being, especially in the, in mommy mode right now, that's doubly important to, you know, have time that's for you, not for keeping the foo-foo alive or. Anything I mean, that's else. pretty important is keeping, stay alive, keeping Fufu but. alive. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, but you know. Lady, what about you? What are your, have you made any proactive thoughts or choices about this year? I, yeah, I just want to continue putting my health first and foremost. I want to make sure that I'm being the best that I can be for my students and I want to be role modeling health as a part of that, not just talent or content, Um, which is funny because I don't even have a lot of my major projects planned out for the year as a specials teacher. Um, At this point, I usually have something picked out, but at this brand new school, we don't even know what our enrollment is. We don't know our budget codes yet. So I've actually kind of been stifled when it comes to project planning. Um, But I want to make sure that I'm staying healthy And also building healthy new relationships at this new campus. Like I want to make sure that I am putting myself out there and being visible, not just to my students, but my other staff members, because we need each other as a support system. And I've been at schools before where I get so wrapped up in my classes and my projects that I isolate myself from other adults in the building. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to be my own island. I want to collaborate and 
have a support system that are adults on my campus. It also makes happy hours a lot more fun when you know the people who work yes. there. It just does. Staff yeah. karaoke nights. Hey guys, guess what? What? We What's have up? a Patreon. Oh my god! No what the hell would you say? You're kidding. That's right. We have a Patreon for as little as five to ten dollars a month. You can get access to all kinds of extra recordings, bonus content, interviews with the hosts, watch parties. There is so much stuff. Last count, there was over ninety-five different recordings that you could only get to on the Patreon. And there's lost episodes. It's just amazing. Also. Actually, that's about all we got. Yeah. So everyone, come join our Patreon. Do it now. Woohoo! Yay! Do it. You definitely want to do Woo-hoo. this. Woohoo! That's right. So these two aren't quite equitable, but at least they don't involve pain. So, ladies, would you rather drink 12 ounces of someone else's chewing tobacco spit or masturbate in the middle of Times Square. This seems easy because in my mind, no one has to see what you're doing. Yes, exactly. It it could be happening (laughs) just about anywhere, anything. I know they even have Bluetooth devices now. So, um, yeah, yeah. (laughs) None of us would be, none of us would be the first or the last I'm guessing. Yeah, no, I think a hundred percent. So my choice is to be in Times Square, you know, with the blanket or towel. It's crowded in Times Square. It is. You can get a seat on one of those little red benches by the police station. Yeah. (laughs) Right, friend of the police station. But I, I think all of us are pretty much on the same page. But Mama, are you going to be drinking some uh, tobacco spit? Uh, that's a hard pass. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, lady, your choice. Absolutely going to Times Square. And Ms. Bunny O'Hare. Give my regards to Broadway. <laughs> you know, you could see a show get all worked up beforehand. It could work out. There's beautiful people there. Anything with Benedict Cumberbatch, right. I'm good. All right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I hope everyone is doing okay. I hope you're checking on your mental health as we enter in another year. Make sure you're taking time for yourself and whatever that might look like, even if it's just taking a bath or reading or cooking or going for a walk or just, you know, not talking to people for a little bit, take some time for yourself out there and make sure you are just ready to deal with all that's being thrown at us this year. Because I have a feeling it's going to be a lot. But I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today. Miss Mama Chicken, thank you so much for being here. Aw, thanks for having me. I'm glad you were here. And also, Miss Lady Shathia, thanks for joining us. You're welcome. It's been awesome. It has been. And last but not least, I hope you feel better soon, Miss Bunny O'Hare. Thanks, Elvis. It was a pleasure as always. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, everyone out there, please take care of yourselves. Remember that mental health is usually covered by your health insurance on your district plan. So just look it up and you can get something covered. All right, everyone out there, deep breath, deep drinks. Cheers. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, thank you for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, send us a message to the contact page of our website, teacherneedsadrinkpodcast.com. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Ms. Bunny O'Hare, Ms. Lady Shathiad, and, of course, Ms. Mama Chicken. Teacher Needs a Drink comes out every Wednesday and is proudly sponsored by our friends at Patreon. That's right, you can be one of our Patreon patrons. All you got to do is take $5 sign up, and then you get access to all kinds of extra bonus stuff. It's just amazing. All right, I'd also like to thank my friends at Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or know one in your building, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics and get everything you need for your classroom. Anyway, friends, take care of yourselves. Peace. Bye.